This episode is brought to you by AWOM Lab. AWOM Lab is a creative space that offers membership for women entrepreneurs. The membership includes access to a cafe, high-speed Wi-Fi, a small retail store, and a full-service photography and podcast studio. The Lab fosters women's empowerment and is designed to inspire, motivate, and connect women in South Florida. AWOM Lab also has an in-house creative agency that develops content for female-owned brands. Most importantly, the vibe and energy is that of collaboration and hustle. So if you're an entrepreneur looking to kickstart your business, and need a place to work from or event space, make sure to follow AWOM Lab on Instagram. That's A-W-O-M-L-A-B. GGB is a proud member and we can't wait to see you at the lab. See you there. Girls Gone Boss is the driven women's guide to love, life, and business. Hosted by the boss ladies Alex and Gabby. Combined, their network gathers an array of women from various industries who exemplify strength and tenacity. Their fun and positive approach to life will awaken the boss in you. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Question. So let's say, um, yeah, Facebook and Twitter is not your strong suit. And it has probably no engagement at all. So you would advise to just close them or leave them open or... Close them. Close them, right? Because for brand purposes and aesthetic, it doesn't look right. Yeah, because if someone's Googling for you, since, since social now ranks on SEO, they'll see your accounts. And when someone sees your account is not really active or the last activity was seven months ago, they don't know if you went bankrupt. It looks bad. It tarnishes the brand. But what about like if you have to run ads through Facebook? You can't close your no, no. You can page. you can you can close your page and still have your personal uh personal page because to open an account you have to open it with your personal page. You don't have to have a business page open. Got it. So you don't need that. You don't. You can deactivate a business page and keep you know a and still have page. yeah and still have the ads manager. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. okay. Yeah. Good to know. No, it's it's for you know the artists I work with. Too. Okay. Uh, I can help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, I I say focus, focus. Um, I, and and it's much better to have a great you know running page. And by the way, here's another thing: it's like people are like, I need to content, content. Whoever said you need to post four times a day on Instagram is dead wrong. Okay. okay you good do to know. not need to post. And actually, please do not. Instagram is not Twitter. Um, I was having this conversation actually with someone this morning and they were like, oh, my engagement has gone down and the reach. And I'm like, I think you're posting too much. I didn't want to say it, uh, but I, 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 knew, I knew what was happening. And, um, and they were like, I think you're right. When you look at the really big, great accounts, um, like, I don't know, Netflix, Glossier and different brands that do it right, you never see that much posting. So the the ideal frequency on Instagram is a little more friendly than on Facebook or on Twitter. On Instagram, you can get away with posting once a week or once once every two weeks even. That's totally okay. Um, when you post too often, you hijack your followers' feeds and they resent you and you'll get muted. But wait, because there's a difference between the, the regular feed and then there's now the stories. So so you don't mean stories. I'm, you just, I don't mean stories. About timeline. Yes. Okay. I'm only talking about feed. Stories is great because people choose to see you or not. Stories are 24 hours. It's easy. But but the feed, which is so important, when, when you're posting, I mean, how many of us have that friend that is like three, four? 
post one after the other. And you're like, really? Do I need to see this? It's it's really irritating. You don't really go on Instagram to be hijacked that way. Usually Instagram is an oasis for people. So this is this actually works to people's advantage. You don't have to post that often. You know, you're running your business, you're doing a ton of things. It's better to post great content once every two weeks or once a week than post crappy content just because you have to fill that quota. This isn't about the quota. This is about quality. So if Um, it's not premium, don't do it, guys. Don't do it. Don't do it. And and it's okay. If it's once a week, then it's once a week. And do it at the right times also. Think about the timing. Tell us about that. So (laughs) (laughs) What should we be posting? So the timing also has to do with your target demographic. And you have to basically do a little of uh, empathy um, uh, testing here as to who is your target and and what they're doing. So let me give you two examples and let's talk about MTV audience. So the MTV audience, when I I was doing programming strategy and I had to do a lot of targeting, um, the millennials, they're usually 6 p.m. is a great time for millennials because at that time, the younger millennials, by the way, not the ones that are working. um, At that time, they're usually at home waiting for mom to cook dinner. It's perfect. There, it's a high, high activity on TV and online. Um, but for a working woman, 6 p.m. is terrible because they are actually cooking dinner. And I worked at a skincare company where that was a terrible time. Actually, 10 p.m. was perfect for them or 5 a.m. because the working moms start early. So you have to, I, there's no blanket statement, perfect time. There's some ideal times, like for example, lunchtime is a good one. Early in the morning is a good one. Prime time is great from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. because people are watching TV and there's a lot of activity during during commercials. Um, so those are, you know, ideal times. But if you want to get very specific, you have to think about what your target is doing because everyone's different. Everyone has different needs and different activities um, during their day. So right. again, that, there's a, some internalized that you have to th- think about <laughs> and you can look into your business instagram to see like who you know your yes. target is and your demo and exactly. the age range and then i guess you can start thinking a little bit more strategic from there exactly exactly and and, and also you can think sometimes your followers are not who you want your followers to be sometimes <laughs> you're like wait a second i should have this target audience this is who i'm who i'm aiming to and that's when the beauty of um, social media ads come in because then you target people that are not currently following you because they don't know you. Um, you may you may have a different um, objective with who you need your clients to be. It, it happens too. What kind of content should be promoted or boosted? Like for instance, for us um, and the podcast, should we concentrate more on promoting the actual episodes or promoting like more of the motivational content that we put up? So I I always suggest to start with um, testing. And that means posting the different categories of content that you have. If you have something on podcast, do that. If you have something motivational, do that and see what resonates. Um, The beauty about the social ads is that you can continue to optimize and continue to monitor as they go. And then you start seeing, wait a second, this one is really resonating a lot more than I thought so. And then you add more budget to that one and and, and stop the other campaigns. But it's, it's, it's not the way you don't do it is that you start one single campaign and then you forget about it for two months. That is the, the worst thing you can do. And this happens to small business owners because they're, they're very, um, busy. They don't have time for optimization and and, and monitoring that. But I, I suggest starting with at least three campaigns. 
and see what works. And simultaneously? Yes. Okay. Yes, simultaneously. And 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 definitely look at the targeting, um do hyper targeting, make sure that it's not too broad. I mean tar- when I when I talk about targeting, I never want to see, oh well, my target is women 18 to 25 in Miami. Okay. Wow, that's literally you're going to need millions of dollars <laughs> to target that. And I hope you have them. So, you have to really segment it and and be a lot more laser focused on your targeting. I mean, is uh, these women are single? What magazines do they read? Where do they go? Do they shop? What brands do they like Zara or do they like Louis Vuitton? Who are they? Do they live in Brickell or do they live in Doral? Where do they live? Is English their first language or is it their second language? There's a ton of things that have to going to the segmentation for your um, campaign to be efficient and so that you don't waste that much money. So when once you have your targeting, I, I definitely recommend testing the three types of content. Run it two weeks. Monitor and, it and see yeah. which one is uh, performing the best and then keep pushing exactly. that one with more money. Exactly. And then, and then keep pushing that category. You, you don't want to run the same ad for over a month because people will see it too often and then be like, oh, same old. So, so you know how it is on, on social media. You, yeah, you have to picky. be fresh. You have to be constantly be fresh. Otherwise, you're going to be like, oh, same old. Like they're just like, you know, stuck in the same thing. So, so, but in terms of category, which is a great question, like now you know which category works uh, once you do the testing and then you can invest. Now, now you can have focus once you know what works. That's great. And what are some musts on social media strategy? <laughs> that's a that's a great question. So I have this thing about hashtags that a lot of people like don't do on Instagram. And it's such a great opportunity to expand your reach through hashtags. Um, people are like, oh, no, I don't have the time or too many hashtags or it looks ugly, whatever. It really, it doesn't matter. People are used to it. Um, the way to really get new followers is through getting into different hashtags of your same category. Um, So definitely don't use the hashtag like hashtag love. That's so generic or pick of the day. Those, yeah, those are so saturated. um, And they get lost, I'm sure. You completely get lost. Can you imagine ranking a hashtag love? So I I recommend doing the, the, it's 30, up to 30 um, on Instagram. That's allowed. And I recommend doing all 30. And, and breaking it down in the 10, 10, 10 rule, which is doing 10 um, hashtags over 1 million with over 1 million posts. So 10 very popular hashtags, 10 niche hashtags. So a lot more specific. They should be with, you know, like less than 100,000 posts. And then you can do a mix of um, 10 branded or local hashtags. So if you're a local business, hashtag Miami, hashtag Miami Beach, hashtag Brickle, those things, because you you want to promote your local business. So a mix of that has usually worked really uh, great for companies. Um, and I, and I, and you have to change them. You cannot do the copy paste strategy because okay. <laughs> Instagram will really uh, hurt your algorithm there. They don't like the because they want fresh, new, different content. So you got to switch it up a little bit. You got to, you know, you can maybe use the same three or four. Well, that's good you gotta that we got to post it. only two <laughs> once every oh, two yeah. weeks because of not imagine <laughs> yeah. every day, oh, com- 30 hashtags. Completely, completely. And it, it, it takes time. And me too. The hard for me, is like, Okay, here we go with the hashtags. And and then stories you can post up to 11. And by the way, the way 
the hashtags increase your the exposure of your story, you have no idea. There's such a huge opportunity on with hashtags on stories that I don't see people using. And it's just there. I I usually get 50% of my views from hashtags okay, or locations. So do wow. you use okay, so it's good to use the location. So you go to the yes. part where you the pick sticker. The sticker, yes. right? And then you go and use the hashtag one or do you can you also type hashtag? You can do both. Okay. You can do both. I like using one big hashtag and then s- sometimes I'll add more by typing and then I make them really small. <laughs> right. So that so people can see it. Aesthetically, it looks Aesthetically, nice. Aesthetically, yeah. But they still work. Up to 11. Can you imagine? I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Opportunity. I mean, we're okay, learning I'm going to start using yeah. that. <laughs> I'm learning yeah. a lot. <laughs> no, it's, it, it's true. It, and again, free Right. So you get, it's a free tool for you for a, you to monetize and you, or grow your followers. That's great. Okay, exactly. question, hashtag sure. question. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag question. Um, <laughs> I love that. Should I put the hash the 30 hashtags? Should we put it so aesthetically mm-hmm. in the second comment? Like, okay, you put your comments mm-hmm. yeah. and then you would comment over so, that. So uh, yeah, right? I know. So the question is whether to put it on the caption or on the first comment. Exactly. Okay. You know the lingo. <laughs> Uh, the, it, it makes no difference in terms of reach. Um, the way the algorithm works is that it will give you the reach whether you put it on the caption or on the comment. If you have a, um, a social media management tool where you're automating your posts, um, you have to put it on the caption. Let's say you post. I, I do a lot of posts early in the morning because my target demographic is up early. <laughs> uh, and so, so you have more moms. So I have... No, I actually have more executives oh, that it. wake up super early because they have to go to the work. A lot of people go to the gym early. Um, but uh, so sometimes they go in the caption because of the way the platform works. Um, and then sometimes if, I, if I'm if i actually um, there and I have the time, I put them on the first comment. In terms of reach and effectiveness, there's no difference. Um, in terms of aesthetic, it looks a little better on the first comment. So it's really up to you. And now here's the thing. Instagram is working on an update where you can put the hashtags on the back end mm. and people don't have to see them and i am dreaming of that day wow that's I, interesting yes yeah especially gonna, for aesthetic. aesthetically yeah, yeah. It looks better so for aesthetics it's going to be great what's not going to be great is to look at your competition because the best way to find hashtags is right. to see what your competition is putting and you're not going to be able to see on the, the back end of anybody's exactly exactly okay yeah so we need to get all the yeah. hashtags now exactly. so go look at what you're going to your competition guys yeah. oh absolutely absolutely well that is a way to study your market is to Abs- look at your competition that part oh, of marketing yeah. absolutely i always tell people look at your competition and don't just look at your direct competitors look at your aspirational competitors right. it may be someone that has 100 million followers it doesn't matter some brands have, i mean huge brands have millions of dollars like you know working for them in agencies go see what they're doing right why not well this is so amazing how i mean if anybody i'm sure there's some, so many people out there right now listening like how do i get in touch with carol and can they also do this if they're not in Miami? Like, can, do you have online courses? I don't have an online course yet, but it's been a popular um, <laughs> request. Yeah, I have a lot of listeners from yeah. all over the states, yes. even like outside of the United States. So I'm sure there's going to be some interest. I, I, I need to work on that uh, because, yes, I've been getting a lot of people from Latin America also asking for online courses and in English and, and Spanish. Um, so I don't have them yet, but I've gone on my classes, uh, people traveling for the class, given that it's Miami and who doesn't 
don't want to travel to Miami right. for a weekend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I I got some people, some out of towners for for the for the trainings for the group trainings. Um, which you know, it's not if if they're not too far, it's it's worth it. But uh, and then I do you know I do consulting over the phone or on Skype. So that's not an issue. Oh, okay. Yeah. In terms so of they have that option. Yes, absolutely. Amazing. Yeah. And I can do. I also do one-on-one training um, for people that have the need right now. Like especially with ads manager, a lot of people need. Like I need to learn this stuff right now. I cannot wait for the for the group. Um, and then I I do a training just for them at whatever time they need. And yeah. now that you have this own business, like your life has to be so much more <laughs> flexible, right? <laughs> or is it like? Even more crazy. <laughs> it's I like your face. Well, she sets her own hours like, now. <laughs> crazy, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's funny. It's funny being. I, I'll, I'll I'll tell you a story. I was I be, I worked in corporate for eighteen years. So that does something to your brain. I I was used to having military hours. Um, especially I worked at a Swiss company that had very military hours, um, and I had no problem with it. I'm actually pretty um, strict myself, uh, so I like structure. Uh, and my first six months as an entrepreneur uh, were very strange for me. Um, I would be, you know, working on a Sunday the whole Sunday, which was fine because I love working. But then I'll, I would be, uh, I don't know, shopping at Target at two p.m. and I'm like. This is wrong. What am I doing here? Like feeling incredible guilt for being a target. I, I don't know, either at 11 a.m. or 2 p.m. And, and feeling that I had to leave and go to the office. And, and even if it was my office by myself, and I'm like, why, why am I doing this? I'm like my worst boss. I'm like, <laughs> what's happening? So it, it, yes, the, the hours are flexible. I have found a couple of things. You work more. <laughs> it feels different because it's, it's for yourself. Um, but the flexibility compensates uh, the, the the flexible hours where, you know, if I if I have to work a whole Sunday, then I work a whole Sunday. If I have to do something important, even like if I have to go to a dentist and it takes four hours because I have to get a crown. Yeah, you don't have to be like, oh, my God, I got to call my exactly. boss. Exactly. And, and how stressful is There's that? There's a lot of advantages to yes. it. But a lot yes. of hard work that comes with it. It. I, I think both air, both sides have, you know, its, it's pros and cons. I don't think I, I, people, especially new entrepreneurs, um, think that it's like, oh, you know, like a bed of roses. Oh, and, and I see accounts. Oh, because now I make a six figure salary doing what I, I, I don't I don't like when people do that. I think it makes uh, people, first of all, that are working in offices feel bad. Like somehow that's going to happen as soon as you get out of the, the, the door, you're going to live your best life and make you know all this money and it's uh, people don't talk about the ugly side which is yes you have to work a lot of hours you have to knock on a lot of doors you have to do everything yourself from from the taxes to you know renting your office to finding to hiring people to it's it's everything and sometimes you spend a lot of hours by yourself uh which is good because you're productive but other times you're like i want to talk about the oscars who do i talk to like <laughs> i don't know who do I, who do i share this with uh so yeah it it, it has a it's good side i i i love it because i spend a lot of time on corporate so i'm i'm embracing it but yeah it, it hasn't been without its challenges for sure and some months are, are great and other months you're like what am i gonna do next month i need to start knocking on 
on doors. And now I'm very busy, but in the beginning, it wasn't always that way. I had to knock on doors. And you predominantly market your business through um, social media as well? I I do mostly social media. I've done Google Google ads um, specifically for periods of times when I do trainings. Um, Just because Google ads are are, are expensive, I don't keep them running. Um, And and same thing for social media. And then I have an organic strategy that goes on all the time. And then I have an, an email initiative that it's also maybe like, like a once a month. It's it's more like yeah, like a like an e blast. A marketing so are new- newsletters and e blast something that you recommend as well? Absolutely, great question. Yes, I I think this is a misconception of people like oh email whatever it's you know dusty and like email marketing is one of the best things you can activate for your business if you have uh, a subscriber list. Um, the it is the cheapest cheapest channel the one with the highest ROI and usually the ones with the highest conversion um, you gotta know you gotta work on your design and work on your messaging and not annoy people and not get them to block you but uh, but it's definitely something a strategy that works very very well yeah yeah, in- yeah I think we we want to incorporate that eventually because right. I think um, you know if you can't grab people on socials there's everyone's always checking their email oh yeah absolutely so, Absolutely. That's another way to get like another like and the women that we target and demo are the women on the go, women that are on emails, women that are working. So I think that would be a great tool to incorporate. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what a luxury to be in someone's inbox. Are you kidding? That doesn't happen with the feed. The feed comes and go when you do a promotion, a social media promotion. But when you land on someone's inbox, it's amazing. You're you're in their living room. Right, you're targeting them specifically. And you're there, you're staying there. It's, it's, it's the one with the most endurance in right. terms of promotion. Yeah. And yeah. then, so we're trying to find ways on, on building our list and all Great. that. Great. Yeah. So yeah. That's contests a good one. are one of the best ways to build a list. Yeah, we like to do contests. Yeah. <laughs> I love doing yeah. them. They're like my favorite thing. Great, great. Great. Free things. Oh, nice. I made a new friend now. Tell us like something that's cool coming up in 2019 now that we're here. Like what what can we expect? What's going to be new? So the new trends, everyone's talking about augmented reality. And I don't know if you guys have had, um, have seen some of the brands doing this. Um, One of the best ones is Wayfair. I don't know if you do. You guys know Wayfair. I know. I, I shop at the Wayfair. Fr- me too. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> with the Wayfair. Uh, so augmented reality is basically the mainstream answer um, to to basically all the VR and virtual reality. Because when you, with VR you need you know the headset and the thing, but augmented reality basically it was really really um, started by um, Snapchat with all those filters. You know, right. Um, so, so that's basically more or less what it looks like. And um, you have brands like Wafer when you you can actually include a couch that's not there and see what it looks like. Yeah, so, I did that for my patio furniture. Isn't it amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Wait, hold on. So you're on their website. You're and on then, their on their app. On their, on their app. Oh, okay. And then you can take a picture. Like, you things? put you put like the can you turn on you have to give the allow the permission for your camera. And then if you set the camera to a certain location. Um, you can basically put whatever furniture that you want to buy, like the patio furniture that I have in my house. I put it outside to see how it would fit. So you see so it. So you see it through the screen? You see it oh, on you your see it video. In, you see it on your phone yeah. as if the couch were, oh, were on her living room. Right. They're filming like you're outside and then they put it in there somehow. Yeah, you, they put in the couch in, wow, in, your, cool. in your camera. It's amazing. Yeah. 
IKEA <laughs> has it need too. That for a couple of things. <laughs> exactly. Put on the dress. So Sarah has it too. Sarah. Really oh, I didn't yeah. know that they don't have it. Into reality, so you can you can go to their store and you can like put on stuff without having to put it on. It's amazing. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Cadbury has a augmented reality strategy that they just launched. Isn't that chocolate? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Do you get to smell it? <laughs> How does really, that work? I'm really not not sure, but oh. hopefully one day. Um, Lacoste also. So the big brands are coming up with uh, new augmented reality strategies. And that is one of the biggest trends in uh, digital marketing because I'm, when you can do, I think Wafer is probably one of the easiest ones to where you can see how this works. You're in your living room. You just moved. Can you imagine just seeing the couch? This leads to higher conversions because you don't have to like, you know, have any creativity in your head. You can just see the couch whether you like it or not. Um, so it's a little more expensive. It's for bigger brands. But it, uh, as with everything, it's going to start with the larger companies and then eventually it's going to get cheaper and more accessible for their small uh, companies. Wow, so it, that's a cool one. It's I like that one. It's pretty cool. Yes. Um, the other one, of course, is stories and live video. Anything that's uh, short-lived uh, for 24 hours it's what everyone is going to be doing. I the, the market isn't saturated yet on stories. And I always tell people do stories to stories because really that that has a complete reach. Like the algorithm on Instagram is not regulating stories yet. Um, just so you guys know, the algorithm regulates basically 70% of the reach that you have. So if you have um, your followers, you're only reaching 30% of the people. You're not reaching 100% of the people. Only 30%. Unless they like, they go look for you. No, with no? with your followers, like when you when you post something on their feed, you only appear on 30% wow. of people's feeds. Whereas in stories, you appear on 100% of people's phones. And that is a huge advantage. Um, and I don't know how long that's going to last because Facebook and Instagram change. They change a lot. But for now, it's so it's amazing. And again, free. And now yeah. they extended the seconds. Like you can record yes. to up to a minute, I think, now, of video on IG story. You Before can, it was like 15 seconds. But it still breaks it up in 15s, right? It yeah, breaks it up but in 15s. still, yeah. Like, yeah. you're able to do like one standing story awesome. rather than like stop. and, and right It's now. incredible. Yeah. Um, and before there were apps for that. So that wasn't oh. that big of a problem. But 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 it's great that you can you don't have to anymore. Go to the app and slice it and, and do everything. Um, so that's that's the big one. The other one, it's you ladies podcasts. That's a yes. big one. Yes. <laughs> we in there. Podcasts and anything that has to do with voice and voice search. It's going to be huge okay. in 2019. Oh, and another thing in um, direct messages. Now you can leave voice notes. Exactly. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Okay, oh, yeah. I have one. Is IGTV here to stay or is it going to go? Mm. I'm, I'm, never not, I'm not it. into it I yet. Never Maybe I'm not so, millennial enough. I, I don't like know. <laughs> You're you're a pretty millennial. <laughs> you're doing a podcast. Girl. Oh yeah, yeah that's true. Exactly. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and and you have millennial pink everywhere. So, oh yeah, we oh, do. yeah. Uh, this is this is interesting. I I ask everyone um, about um, IGTV just because I'm curious myself. When you launch as a as a digital marketer, I have to be on the lookout of new trends and I have to make sure that I integrate that strategy. But it hasn't really taken off um, the way. Facebook expected it uh, to and and here's what people in this industry say about that because Facebook uh, 
came up with IGTV as the competition of YouTube. The problem with IGTV is that it doesn't have a search engine. Okay. Um, and, and YouTube does. So when you go on YouTube, your behavior is very different. You go, oh, I'm going to look for a tutorial. I'm going to look for a conference or whatever. Uh, IGTV, you stumble upon the content on, on the feed. And your behavior, you don't have time to dedicate 20 minutes on a video on an Instagram. It's you, it, you, it's like driving on a highway and expecting people to stop and look at a banner or a billboard. It's just not the way you, you act with, uh, with Instagram. Whereas in, in YouTube, you do. You go on YouTube and you usually have time. You usually have at least two minutes to look at a video. Or someone sends you a YouTube video, you stop and you listen. Um, with IGTV, it, it's, not, it, it's not like that. Um, so people are finding that they're not getting the engagement or the results. For now, I'm tell, what I'm recommending to companies is that don't, don't really focus on this now because it's not that big. And uh, focus on the things that matter. Focus on stories, on creating great content, on promotions, um, on, on, on ads. But don't, don't waste time on IGTV right now. Not just yet. It, it, we have to see what twist they give it in 2019. Because for now, they, I, I know they're frustrated with the results they're getting. Oh, they're for sure yeah. going to have to do something about it. Yeah. Yeah, they have no choice. They'll be okay, I feel. Oh, yeah, fine. I'm sure. <laughs> and Snapchat's here to stay, right? I mean, even though I only have like five people looking at me. <laughs> I... <laughs> well, you have four more than me. Uh, exactly. So are, is it here to stay? But I feel like millennials really love it. Like my niece uses it. Like Lexi, do you use it? Okay, we have a millennial so, in the house. <laughs> okay, how, how old are you, Lexi? So she's she's turning 20. Okay. So she is a millennial. She's a younger millennial. Here's the thing about about Snapchat. Snapchat uh which I I loved and then they messed everything up with a redesign and I was, was super disappointed in in the fact that they did that. Snapchat is really a texting app. Um, is it? Yes. Right? She's nodding. There you go. She's saying she <laughs> okay. Um, so what texting to your friends and then it goes away though. That's why okay. they do it. <laughs> That's the point. That's the point. So I have uh <laughs> I have three three step kids that are in the, uh, G- uh, millennials and Gen Zs seers. Um and they are the one my focus groups of three. Uh and and it, it's texting. Um they use it for texting. Uh and, and if you don't have Snapchat, you're basically committing social suicide. Cuz texting it, the regular way is like not cool. I hope it's here to stay. The problem that I see is that Instagram took stories right. from them and uh, that wasn't patented. That was, I mean, really, Ooh. it was huge. Snapchat never patented that. That's no. why they were robbed. And they were robbed the same exact uh, thing, but made better. Um, I still think that the Snapchat filters are amazing. So I like, yes. I, I go to Snapchat filters, uh, download them yes. and put them on my IG exactly. story. A lot of I influencers agree. do that. I've noticed that. Yes. Because they have the best filters. I agree. That's where I think Instagram could step it up. And you know who has great filters? Facebook really? stories. I never use it. I no, hardly no, use Facebook. I don't use Facebook or Facebook um, uh, stories for that. Uh, but but if you go and do the same, record and download it and, and then upload it back on the Instagram, they have amazing filters. I mean, they have the biggest array, like the largest array. Yeah, of they're super um, yeah. like high tech. Yeah. Like they move. If you move, it oh, moves okay, with you. Okay, like okay. it's super. And high they tech. have augmented reality with brands. Like for example, for Jurassic Park, they had an augmented reality filter and different things like that. Oh, that's so, good yeah. to look into augmented reality for like uh, marketing, maybe music. With oh, some for artists sure. and Stuff like oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I'm going to yeah. look into that. I thought at first you were talking about us. I'm like, um, that's sort of our 
budget, probably. It's almost like I'm, I think duo stuff yeah, yeah. all the time. <laughs> Good. Well, but anyway, dream they, big. Yes, exactly. Dream big. Yeah, yeah, we'll true. have someone sponsor it. <laughs> exactly. Or something. exactly. But uh, okay, you're so fabulous. Oh, I want to get yes. into the love part. Oh. Everybody knows I'm a love crazy here. Oh, you're so cute. Me but too. Throughout all of the stuff that you did in your career, <laughs> were you dating? Were you single? Were you married? Like, how did you manage that? Because obviously, a powerful woman needs someone by her side to continue to, you know, lift the empire. A powerful yes. boo, like Gabby would yes. say. I love that. I, you know, I got a quote yesterday that I'm going to share with you. Um, I'm paraphrasing now, but it says something um, for powerful women. Um, you know how some men, they can be intimidated by that. Mm-hmm. And, and it says, you know, if you are with a man, um, you know, that, that that's intimidated by your power, your, you know, your brain or whatever, um, do not, you know, be less than or like lower your light um, to, because he needs, you know, he's he's intimidated. You have a crown, and if you need a man with bigger hands to hold your crown, then that's what you need. I like that. <laughs> it's so true. Which is true, and it's a thing, huh? Yeah. Oh no, it, it, it's so true. Um, and I, I always tell people like, then that's the wrong guy. And 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 by the way, I don't. Um, at the same time, I, I I don't want the women to be. Oh yes, you have to take me how I am, and blah blah blah. It, it's a compromise. Um, and and because yeah, because so, you know what it is too. I have come to realize, just as we are independent and boss women, sometimes we go into relationships with that mindset of like, oh, I can do this, and no, it's my way or the highway. Because you're yes. so used to being the boss and right. calling the shots and doing things and having initiative <laughs> that if you sometimes forget that you have to. L- be submissive in a sense not like a dummy but you know what i mean and 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 that word i think is scary for people and also it has a bad rep the submissiveness because for us it's like maybe flexible submissive exactly never right (laughs) and 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 by the way it's it it shouldn't be that way i don't know um your point is it's completely true especially for for women that work it's like I handle a team. I'm not gonna come in here and wash your dish. No, and 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 or but, like stupid things like I can't believe he doesn't know what restaurant to go to. Like why do I always have to pick it? Like oh, you, you know you can you can get used to that. <laughs> right. I know. Let me like, tell you, right. you have to pick your battles. You have to pick your battles. But I I do think that the strength thing. So here's the thing. If I'll say two things, and then I'll tell you the story of how how I I met my husband. But um, number one, it really is if you want a prince, you have to ask yourself: Are you a princess? Because a lot of I I meet people, and they're like they're either bitter or nasty. I was like, no one's gonna want to be with you <laughs> with that attitude or thinking, you know, that that the world owes you. It doesn't work like that. Um, and, and, and the other thing is it really, it's, it's a compromise. I mean, some things here and, and some things go on the other side. It's never, um, just, you know, to my pushing or pulling, you know, so, so you have to, you have to be okay with sometimes being the weaker, um, and, and men like the softness in women. Otherwise they would date dudes. (laughs) (laughs) My best friend always says, choose your battles. Yes. Jan. She yeah. always says that. Yeah. Oh, well, Jen is like a sweetheart. She's so, yeah, uh, absolutely. I agree. But I, I think the softness part of the woman is something that, I mean, men are like animals and animals, it, it's an instinct. They want to protect. So if you have to play a little bit the smart girl and damsel in distress, but if you come in like 
attacking and like the strong woman there they don't feel that they have to protect you so you gotta play it smart you have to be like a little maybe you should do courses in that too (laughs) (laughs) i love to listen i read so many books when i was single i okay so tell us how you manifested your husband (laughs) i love this story yeah (laughs) so okay i was very very single at the time this was eight years ago um and i was also um in between jobs so i had all the time in the world to cry and feel sorry for myself and i i met up with a friend of mine who i had not seen in the longest time from venezuela and she was like oh i'm going to these meditations with this you know teacher who's amazing he's british he's really really good you should come with me and you know you know when you're so desperate i'm like sure I'll go like so I went and <laughs> and it was it was a two-hour meditation and uh, this is a group that meets uh once a week on in Kibiskane and uh I started really changing he was so gifted he's so gifted still lives and he he's sort of traveling now but um I really started I learned how to get back to self-love and that is the hardest thing for people especially women especially we are so hard on ourselves how how, that negative tape we have it's amazing right how it rolls and rolls and the thousands of things that you know you tell yourself it's just horrendous I mean we will never tell these things to our best friend the things that go on in our heads Um, so it was a full reprogramming of my head uh, which which in turn changes your energy field because it's everything about your energy field. Um, he, the, his meditations get to your subconscious in a way that you change your energy. And a year later at that meditation, um, my husband sat next to me. I didn't know him you at the time. I didn't know him I had never met him. Uh, I had seen him from, from far away, but um, um, I did, never really talked because you don't go there to date. You basically go in your pajamas, you cry. I look like crap. My hair was frizzy. It was horrible. Uh, and he sat next to me and uh, we, we, he, we, 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 it was very tight and it, he was rubbing his knee. Not like like creepy, but it, it was because <laughs> it was so tight. And I'm like, I don't know. I was feeling sparks as his knee was like literally like on top of mine. It was weird, but it's not like, oh, he's so cute. No, I was like, he's, I'm feeling something like weird. It was very energetic. And we were meditating. And after that, um, we was like, oh, I because I fell asleep at the meditation. I was so tired. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I work at MTV. And we exchanged phone numbers. And he didn't call for a month and a half. And for the first time, I told myself, this was in December of uh, eight years ago, and I told myself, I am not going to call him because I'm usually very aggressive. And I and I call and then I end up, you know, really uh, basically turning off the guy because <laughs> I used to be so aggressive in that sense because I, I want to make, ch- you know, you know how we bo- lady bosses are. We're like, okay, if you, you don't come to me, I'll go to you. I don't need blah, blah, blah. So anyway, so I, I don't know something happened. Like, if you don't call me, I'm I'm basically like throwing this business card away but I'm not going to be the one like something has to change in the way I am doing this and you never saw him at the class again so I didn't see him because it was Christmas so this was the the 22nd and uh, and then January came I'm like this guy didn't call me I'm like okay but I'm all about like new you know uh, the new year I'm like that's it I'm like throwing the card away whatever I'm like new year new me I don't need no one so (laughs) so, and then he calls mid-January and he's like, I am, you know, I'm Pedro from the meditation. And I, um, I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, of course I know who he was. But of course I'm like, uh, yeah, oh, I remember, you know, playing it cool. And we went on a date and we just clicked after that. It was, yeah, it was. 
But in that month and a half after you, he gave you your, his card at the at the meditation, you didn't see him, right? I didn't see him because it was Christmas and he didn't come to the meditation okay. up until like mid-January. Then I found out that he was dating another girl. And that's why he didn't call. He wanted to end things. Okay, that's very respectful. Be, oh, yeah. He didn't want to be the two-timer creep and then go to meditation and cleanse his soul. Like <laughs> right. how hypocritical yeah. would that be? Um, so, so, yeah, uh, he wanted to do things the right way, which I appreciated. But of course, I went through all kinds of things and I'm like, what did I say? why he didn't call me yes my hair wasn't fine that day I'm like that's probably why you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah we really have like that conversation it's just crazy because it's nothing to do with what we're thinking oh yeah we blame ourselves it's terrible um so so we met at a meditation and and which isn't the sexiest story uh but it is it is our story I like it because both of you are at at the same like stage in your life where both of you are meditating so that's yes that's something (laughs) that's great it's definitely do you feel that changed that was that you were able to attract that because yeah. you were in a different state of oh, mind. Completely, completely. I it, I went through many years of doubt and you know, um, basically not having the self love that I I I should have had at the time in my younger years. And you know how when you date and then you break up for whatever reason that they break up with you, it reinforces that thinking because you're like, it was me, why me, and whatever. So it, it, it took a lot of reading and meditating. Uh, for me to to change that. And by the way, some days I'm still back to that. It's it's a little, you know, like apartment that I have <laughs> where I go back to that thinking. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want to. I don't want to stay yeah, here. Yeah, because I mean, people think that, you know, you get into a relationship and it'll change. But really, we our thought process stays with us. So it's good to like, yeah, perfect it and know when to shift. Yes, thought. and co- and continue working on it. I I always think of of the whole meditation and and calming your mind as eating. You don't eat one meal and then two days later you're like, I had a meal today, so I go, I'm fine. It doesn't work like that either with, with your mind. So you have true. to read and read every day and do it and practice and do it and do it because it is food for the soul. The same way that it's food for your body. It. You're not just fine with, I went to a meditation six months ago. I'm healed. <laughs> it just doesn't, right, right. if only. Uh, so it's it, it's a constant, constant And there's process. so many cool um, apps now that you can yes. download. And you don't even yes. have to go to like get a, a class or anything. Absolutely. You can just do it at home. Oh, yeah. I, I love YouTube. YouTube has a ton of things with uh, guided meditation. Um, I like guided better because I have a hard time concentrating on just the silence. Um, and guided meditation, if you can, if you Google self-love guided meditation, there's a ton of beautiful ones with beautiful imagery. I would do them sometimes in the office when I was stressed out. I would just look at the sunset and I was like, I can do this. I'm magnificent. <laughs> sometimes we have to remind ourselves. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and you have to do the work. Nobody is going to do it for you. Um, it takes work as as everything else does, but it's it's the most important work you can do for yourself. That's beautiful. Uh, What's next for Carol? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I am very excited because I planning something um, which is coaching uh, for next year. Uh, I have not done coaching uh, packages. Uh, just yet because I usually do only consulting and training but a lot of people have been asking for they just need like one hour coaching two hours they want me to look at their whole accounts and tell them what to do I am launching coaching sessions for social media um 
I this is a request that I've gone before where people just want me to go into their Instagram account and do a little makeover to everything that they're doing, but they don't want to do a whole consulting. They just want me, they want a new set of eyes to look at their content or their ads or whatever. Um, so I am going to be basically uh, doing a two-hour, three-hour uh, coaching sessions, uh, which is very accessible to anyone. They don't have to be in Miami. They can be anywhere. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, we can talk about whatever you want. It can, it can be Instagram. It can be Facebook, Snapchat, Google ads, email marketing, whatever it's needed for digital marketing, it's tailor made, um, to you. So I'm very excited because uh, it's something that's been in the works and I'm making the announcement right now. I that's amazing. Yes. But it's awesome. So <laughs> yeah. it's one-on-one, basically. It's one-on-one and it's, uh, it's a uh, two to three hours, uh, which, you know, everyone has two or two, three hours. Especially <laughs> to, to, you know, elevate their business, invest in your business. Exactly. Exactly. So I wanted to do something that was a little more uh, accessible for people instead of the full-blown three-month consulting, which which is not uh, possible for everyone. Um, and uh, yeah, it's exciting. That it's, is. Uh, yeah. And where cool. can people find all of these services? So that way anybody wants to like contact you and sign up. So uh, it would be on my p- uh, website, the digital bus, uh, us.com or on my Instagram, which is uh, at the digital bus. Also, uh, you can find my contact information there. There's the link, everything. Uh, I'm pretty active on Instagram. So if you write me on Instagram, I'll answer the same day. Um, so yeah, no formalities needed here. This is digital marketing. <laughs> you can DM her. You can yeah. slide in the DM. Whatever yeah. you want. Yes, you can uh, uh, write me on Facebook too. I also have a Facebook page. So however, it, it's easy. It, it works for me. Perfect. We cool. love this. Thank you so much for being here. It's been a, it's been a very long time. We should have had you here longer, a, a long time ago. But you ha- you're gonna have to come back and tell <laughs> okay. us like all the new trends for 2020. 2020. 20. Oh my god, 2020. 2020. Oh 20. yes, <laughs> yeah. But, and it changes so much right. that I, I I maybe should tell you every month what are the right? new trends for the month. Because yeah. <laughs> waiting it's a so year maybe too long. But yeah, this was amazing, ladies. Uh-huh. I I Thank have to you. congratulate you both Thank on you. what you're doing. This is an amazing podcast to elevate women and to give them the space to motivate them and to really believe in you know they can they can do great things thank you so thank you for doing that Absolutely. no thank you <laughs> I think <laughs> your story is going to elevate a lot of them and then all the, all the stuff that you just shared I mean I'm like wow we need uh, we, well, we, we need, need to, to do the working. classes yeah. too yeah. <laughs> yeah. we, we want to do like maybe the mini MBA mm-hmm. yeah that would be great Perfect. for us um, sounds great I'd so thank you these. thank you for your insights thank and you thank you everyone for listening for always staying in touch for just sharing a new year with us together 2019 is going to be amazing and we hope to just keep empowering you with all these beautiful women that come across our mics and you guys can follow us and also Social media platforms at Girls Gone Boss. And we're now on Winwood Radio and as always on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere else. Thank so, you for listening. Till next week. Bye. Bye. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Hosted by Alex and Gabby. I love you guys. Oh yeah.